0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Zealand track and field season came to a close last night at Waitakere Stadium with the Sir Graham Douglas Classic. All of our leading athletes we're taking part. The commentator last night was Hayden Sherman. He joins us on the program to review this and to talk some athletics. Hayden, good afternoon. Welcome.
0: Good afternoon. Jack O'Gill
1: continues to upstage his more fancied rival in Tom Walsh. This has got to be a good thing heading towards Paris.
0: Yeah, really cool for Jacko, you know, to go two and zero against his his old rival, his old his old mate, and uh, really promising signs for Jacko. So he's now a twenty two meter man, going twenty two meters twelve, and that puts him twenty fifth all time in the world. So you know, now he's he's in the conversation for those global medals, and to have two guys right up there um, is fantastic for the sport. I know Jacko will be, uh, Tom will be hurting. Uh, after this, but um, look, I'm sure Tom understands understands the process and, and where he is. He's usually around this sort of uh, distance, high 21s this time of year anyway, so so he'll be trusting the process, but great signs for Jacko, really exciting.
1: Yeah, what do we put this improvement down to? Is it just simply layer on layer, year after year, and we often see this, that an athlete does have that breakthrough performance? I mean, why are we starting to see Jacko Gill maybe starting to finally fulfil the potential and promise that we saw from him as a junior
0: yeah well like you say he had so much promise i mean when he was showing these world junior records the, the world of shot putting was was put on alert and watching this guy and, and but then he just hit these injuries illness got bitten by dog you, you know all these mishaps that that hit his career um and so really it's now he, he's getting a bit of consistency in terms of training, uh, and working with um, Dale Stevenson, so Tom Walsh's old coach, um, and uh, it seems like they're dialing back the intensity that's putting in the gym and a bit more focus around the, the technical aspects of, of the throw itself. Um, obviously, it's a you know it's not just about speed and power; it's a, it's a very technical movement. Um, and he, he's looking really fluid and getting that consistency in the, thro- the shot foot circle as well. So uh, whether that's the the ingredient or whether it's just finally he's getting that consistency, um, but it also seems like he's in a really happy place as well with, you know, mum and dad really involved with the coaching family's really, really close around them. So he's got a great set, set up with the uh, team Jacko on board. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's exciting times and... Um, With Madison Weshi, you know, showing good consistency in the women's shot put. Uh, With Dame Val retiring, you know, we've got plenty of stock to to fill the boots uh, that, that Dame Val has left.
1: Mm, It's amazing, isn't it, Um, how one creates a legacy and we get that succession plan. I want to talk about Zoe Hobbs. What a remarkable week, breaking 11 seconds officially in Australia at 10.97. Last night backing it up with a new New Zealand residence record of 11.02. How much quicker do you think she can run?
0: Well, that 11.02, we were all watching it uh, sort of, looking like she's you know just going through her processes almost coasting through afterwards we didn't know the time yet and she was she was saying I' oh, I didn't, didn't get a great start and uh, you know just came here to have a bit of fun and dropped it at 1102 which you know uh, would have smashed the previous New Zealand record up to when she started breaking it 18 months ago so she, her trajectory is just incredible and the fact that she's She's dropped this Oceania record of 10-9-7. She's now a sub-11 woman. Um, now she's in with the discussion, much like Jacko is uh, amongst the top women in the world uh, in the 100 metres, which is, is no joke. So she's ranked number 10 in the world currently. Um, and so expect her to you know, be one of those women to, to push for places in, in the final. We've got the the Budapest. World champs coming up later this year, um, and could the improvement curve carry her on uh, to be one of the, the people we talk about for for medals? Who knows? Um, as as we know, the the world of sprinting is, is you know it's a truly global sport, and to have a Kiwi girl from from Taranaki, from Stratford and Taranaki, to now be competing with the, the top woman and have a sub eleven uh, female sprinter from New Zealand, you know that's it's just it, it's absolutely wonderful for the sport, and you know there's a, a real sense of excitement now that we have a genuine world-class sprinter on the scene.
1: Eagerly anticipated was the women's pole vault. Weather conditions never really allowed it to eventuate. Eliza McCartney taking out top spot with a jump of 4.46, but good to see her back and consistently competing and consistently training. Olivia McTaggart, she would have been on a bit of a high after having jumped four m seventy one, which is just absolutely. simply outstanding. Yeah. But neither McTaggart, neither um, Aris, who won bronze last year, could reach that first qualifying height.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it was a uh, it was a tricky one last night. And we had some crosswinds, and then the, the rain arrived it sort of dry it up and. So uh, yeah, the the voters were having to, to jump blind in terms of weather conditions changing, and really impressive to see Eliza get a mark on the board, um, and like you say, show show a bit of consistency this this domestic season. But yeah, it's it's just been a real treat to have Imogen, Olivia, and Eliza this season competing alongside each other. Uh, so uh, Olivia Mctaggart with that four seven ones all all but punched her ticket to the world champs, and I'm sure we'll see Eliza and Imogen um, accumulate those points towards world champs as well. So three three world-class pole vaulters in those three women, and, yeah, like you say, great to see Eliza back to fitness. It's been a, a long, hard road for her, uh, seven years, uh, if you can believe it, since she won that famous bronze.
1: Yeah, long time out of the sport. Look, I want to ask you this. You know, growing up in the nineteen seventies and eighties, when you went to track and field, it was always the blue ribbon event was the men's eight and fifteen hundred, and the women's yeah. um, with the likes of Anne Ordain and Lorraine Moller in the nineteen eighties. Now the blue ribbon events are in pole vault, <laughs> in shot put. <laughs> Why? Why? What are we doing right? Why suddenly are we emerging in the field side of track and field?
0: Look, I. I think it, it comes down to the, the coaching debt uh, around the country. There's just some passionate people who really know what they're doing and the likes of, say, Val Adams and before her Beatrice farm winner competing domestically, rubbing shoulders on the training pitch with, with the young athletes coming through and then the coaches gaining that experience around, around movement. And I had a good chat to Terry Lomax last night after the meet, uh, coach of, of Hamish Kerr, our, our world-class high jumper. And there there is a real sense of just these coaches getting this experience, uh, getting that uh, awareness of, of how to make those minor tweaks to, you, to your movements. And um, yeah, we're seeing it across the field events now. Uh, we're not just a nation of middle distance runners. We've truly got that depth across track and field, wonderful to see But we should also not
1: underestimate too what Sam Tanner's doing overseas and what Geordie Beamish are doing, I mean these guys are running as quick as any middle distance runner has run out of this country
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely so Geordie's sort of more focused on the 5,000 but still great great wheels uh, over the mile as well, He, he just missed out by a whisker on booking his ticket in the fifteen hundred metres, but uh, I imagine his focus will be on the, the five thousand after taking down Nick Willis's three thousand metre record earlier this year. And then Sam Tanner, you know, he's just got an amazing set of wheels, and we saw him last last year in that that really deep uh, Commonwealth Games fifteen hundred metre final, uh, drop of three thirty one, and I think that just lit the fire. That hang on, I can I can keep with these guys as well. Um, I'm, not just a, I'm not just a kick, um, I can also uh, run those fast times. So expect some big things from Sam Tanner. He's, he's hungry, he's uh, a great competitor, a great character. So yeah, Sam Tanner and Geordie Beamish are definitely ones to watch uh, to fill those shoes from, from left from Nick Willis in the
1: 1500s. Yeah, incredibly exciting, certainly looking forward to it. Look, just finally, Hayden, um, any other sort of performances last night that you just want to talk about that stood out for you?
0: Yeah, in the long jump, actually, great performance from Shea Veach, uh, coming within six centimetres of the, the national record, which is one of the oldest national records that we've got, dating back to 1968. So good to see him uh, jump out to 7.99, getting very close to, to breaking eight metres. So so watch that space. Uh, but it's it's certainly an exciting time to be a fan of New Zealand ath- athletics. Uh, Sprinting, jumping, uh, and throwing, uh, it's, it's all going on. Um, so, yeah, the, the sort of the next step for our athletes from here is to head over to Australia, the, the Brisbane Track Classic, next on the calendar, and then a lot of our top athletes compete in the, the Australian National Championships as well. So that sort of wraps up the Southern Hemisphere competition, and then it, the focus goes back to Europe and the States uh, for, the, for the key part of the year.
1: Hayden Sherman, appreciate your time on the programme. Well done last night. Fantastic.
0: Thank you.